0: It's good. <clears throat> Dial. Jāsara nādhādhā bhajājana rājana Jāmu nāthira vāna chāri samaradha kunjavi Pabu Pada Pabu Pada Jaya Pabu Pada Jaya pav Pada Jaya Pada Jaya Pabu Pada Pabu Pada Jaya Pabu Pada Jaya Pada Jaya Pabu pada pada
1: I wasn't supposed to give class this morning. I'm actually on my way well out to service the vehicle to take Maharaj to a program tonight. So I'm going to... And I don't read so well, so I'm just going to speak a little bit, and Jaguar is going to read the verse. So it'll be a short class. I'll just do Om Namo Om Bhagavateva Sudevaya. Om Om Namo Bhagavate Vāsudevāya Om Namo Bhagavate Vāsudevāya
2: Danvantadam dvadasamam CAYO DA SHAMAM EVACHA APAYAYAT SUDHAN ANYAN MOHINYA MOHAYANSTRIYA DANVANTARAM DVADASHAMAM chayodashamam evacha apahayat sudan anyan mohinyamo hayans danvantaram dwadashamam chayodashamam evacha apaya yat sudan anyan mohinya mohayan striha the incarnation of Godhead named danvantari dwara the twelfth in the line, 12th. Trayodashamam. the thirteenth in the line, Eva, Eva. Certainly. certainly, Cha, Cha. and yeah. Apayayat, gave, gave to drink, Suran. Suran. the demigods, the Anyan, Anyan, others, sure. Mohina, by charming beauty, Mohayan alluring, Striya in the form of a woman. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, Shila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Srila Prabhupada Ki. In the Twelfth Incarnation, the Lord appeared as Dhanvantari, and in the Thirteenth He allured the Atheists by the charming beauty of a woman and gave nectar to the demigods to drink. Next verses. In the 14th incarnation, the Lord appeared as Nishingha, and bifurcated the strong body of the atheist, Hiranyakashipu with his nails, just as a carpenter pierces cane. In the 15th incarnation, the Lord assumed the form of a dwarf, Brahmana, Vamana, and visited the arena of sacrifice arranged by Maharaj Bali. Although at heart he was willing to regain the kingdom of the three planetary systems, he simply asked for a donation of three steps of land. Purport. The Almighty God can bestow upon anyone the kingdom of the universe from a very small beginning, and similarly he can take away the kingdom of the universe on the plea of begging a small piece of land. So um,
1: we are always put in the situation on a daily basis to see of our surrender. And I have practical experience of this because this morning, without even, because of my service right now, I'm so involved in serving Giriraj Maharaj. As many of you know, I may not, I haven't been down to class. I haven't been following. And even this morning, I just spoke to Maharaj and told him to excuse me so that I can run out and service the vehicle for a program that we're doing this afternoon. And I came down to offer obeisances to Srila Prabhupada and take darshan of the deities. And so now I'm sitting here, totally unprepared, shaking. <laughs> but somehow or other, Krishna puts us in these positions. And when these when situations come up, they're not coincidences. There's a reason for these things happening. Because of the fact that we've taken a vow, we've taken a, a, a step to serve in Krishna consciousness and follow the process Um laid out by Srila Prabhupada, then a lot of times we're tested to see how sincere we are, how many steps we'll take closer to Krishna. And in a lot of situations, it's not what we externally show in in, in our service and our daily service. It's not what we show sometimes. It's not what we, we it seems like we perform. It seems like the, the activities we engage in, But Krishna is really more concerned in what we're holding back. is what we're not giving. You see? This is important. And it it forces us to put ourselves in a position where we can just take the challenge and surrender, regardless of the results, to have complete dependency on the mercy of the Lord. Recently in... um, the lectures Giriraj Maharaj was speaking about, well, many subjects, but one of the points he was making was in direct correlation of what I'm speaking today. Because at every turn, we're going to be faced with obstacles in our lives. And we have taken a vow to serve Guru, serve the devotees, And to serve Krishna. So if we're saying that we're going to perform these services, a lot of times we'll put on the line. And when that happens, we have to sincerely depend on Krishna. Because our abilities are very limited. We have very limited abilities. I mean... And again, I can give you a practical example of it. Even sitting here today, I have no scholarly applications. I don't even read very nicely well. I'm working on that. But yet I have to sit up in a lot of situations and circumstances and speak before PhDs. Devotees who who, who know Prabhupada's books more than I do. That's very intimidating. It's very, for me it's very intimidating. And for years, I was very reluctant about doing exactly what I'm doing right now. So that's what I'm talking about when I'm saying taking up the challenge. Regardless, Krishna consciousness does not require you to be a scholar. Krishna wants to see your sincerity. And Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, what does he say? He says, I give them what they Lack, and I preserve what they have. And Krishna also says, "In ten ten te satata yuktanam priti tadami yogam tam yena mam upayanti te." To those who are constantly devoted in serving me with love, I give the intelligence by which they can come to me. So even if we have very limited abilities, it's okay, because we have Krishna. And if we have Krishna, we have everything. There's no fear. There's no cause for lamentation. But we have to have that sincere desire and that trust, and we have to put that effort forth. As I was saying a few minutes ago about Maharaj, he says there's two things. He was mentioning two things that coincide with devotional service. One of those things is our determination, our enthusiasm. And the second thing is mercy. Krishna Kripa. We need those. It's not separate. There's no separate endeavor. We can't just expect the mercy. The mercy doesn't just come freely, nor can we do things with our own endeavor. So we have to have both of those things to be successful in Christian consciousness. And they're available. They're available. They're available. Sometimes we overlook the fact of how fortunate we are to be here. A few days ago, when I traveled with Maharaj to Houston, I was talking to a per, uh, one devotee, and I think the devotee was a little discouraged because she was cooking so nice for Maharaj. And, but she made a statement, and it really hit me. She said, sometimes I feel that they are having more fun than i am what did she mean by they she meant that the non-devotees in her daily activities when she goes shopping when she's outside of the association of devotees and when she's comes in contact with those who are not practicing krishna consciousness sometimes and i'm wording this she's put in this illusion to think that they are having a good time that's very dangerous that's, that's very dangerous. Because if that's the process that you're thinking, then the next step is to act out those thoughts. And there should be caution flags and red flags flying all over the place. So when I heard this, I immediately approached her very respectfully. And I had mentioned to her, about some of the beautiful things that we have in Krishna consciousness, and that somehow, sometimes we do take for granted. We take the association of devotees for granted. And sometimes it takes, Krishna has to put us in a, in, in a very, very difficult situation for us to realize that. But that's love. That's love. That's the reciprocation of the Lord, and we're very fortunate that we're getting that. So again, this mother was 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 lamenting that because there was some desire, some unfulfillment in her heart. She was thinking, "I'm I, I I want to be happy, you know. What can I? and and every day, every day, it's we every day it's a battle." and it's complete it's a complete illusion if any devotee thinks that anyone who is not practicing krishna consciousness is a is, is, in, a, is in a fortunate situation very dangerous very dangerous very dangerous so how do we correct that how do we Enliven ourselves. How do we keep that utsah, that enthusiasm going? Okay? How do we do that? And there are many ways to do that. Many ways. And one way is to serve each other, is to appreciate each other. To be very, very careful and do not take granted for one devotee, regardless of whatever situation that 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 they or we are in. Very, 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 we have to be very, very careful of finding faults in devotees, committing offenses. Even though they say in Kali Yuga that offenses that are committed in the mind are not as applicable, a lot of those processes that we are thinking about, eventually they will manifest. So even that's dangerous. We have to change it around. And the opportunity starts... From the moment we rise in the morning, there's a process that Srila Prabhupada and all the uh, devotees in of succession have given us for purification. And that is chanting of the holy names of the Lord. It starts there. Because purity is the force. And the purity comes from our chanting, from our asking Krishna, please engage me. Please help me. So unfortunate to be in this material world, but so fortunate to have this opportunity to get out of the material world. So, one of the most uh, Essential things in our life is chanting. <laughs> I mean, I personally, um, and this is not false humility, or this is a, this is the truth. What I'm about to tell you, I, I can't, I can't be here without chanting. I, I, I don't, I don't know how anyone does it. I'm just so unfortunate. I'm so unfortunate. I'm so fortunate. I, I can't. I have to. I've tried, believe me, and I fell flat on my face, and I've been kicked, and I do not want that to happen again. I've had enough, so I know the value of chanting. And it, that is frightening to me. And each day I can, on this morning, when I rose at two to get my rounds done, right away, It's, it's, it's every day, it's making it better and better and better and better. Every day. Every day. You see? Every day. Not just, oh, I gotta chant my rounds, you know? Oh, I got them done, you know? I I, I gotta do this, I gotta, no, no. There's nothing more important. Nothing. Nothing. I was in family life. I had three children. Okay, so I know what it means to be as a household. I was a tennis pro. I had big responsibilities for teaching. But when it comes to chanting children, occupation, whatever it is you need to do for the day, wherever you're at, whether you're in debt or not in debt or whatever, those things have no significance when it comes to a devotee with his spiritual practice, with his sadhana. You have to make that sacrifice. We make so many sacrifices. But the biggest sacrifice we have to make, this tapasha, this austerity, is so simple. Lord Chaitanya laid it out. Just chant. Just chant, chant, chant. With full conviction. With full conviction. You no, know, I was in Miami uh, about five years ago, and... There was one devotee who came to the temple. And just as an example, this devotee was very, very, very enthusiastic. He was very fortunate. Krishna, he had, Krishna had blessed him with so many gifts. He had musical ability, it Was very handsome features, he was very intelligent, he had a very nice family who were supporting him in his Krishna consciousness. He could play the Madanga, he could play the guitar, he was so many talents. And he was a Bhakta, young boy, and I immediately became one of his fans. You may not have heard that terminology, but for me, I, because I travel a lot, I see a lot coming in with a lot of devotees, and I, 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 my family is gone there's no mother there's no there's no there's no family and my children are they're teaching they're 28 they, they've got their own lives they have no time for me they okay fine you want to go chant how you they, they gave me their blessings you know so that was done wife happily finally let me go and do what I need to do and now she's with you know remarried so it it's a nicer situation for me. I have no worries, and sometimes I realize I, I say to myself, "I have nothing but the association of devotees, nothing," because all those other things were taken away. And 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 when my when I first started to have this separation from my daughters, I was like, "Oh, you know, it was like, why is this happening?" You know. But then I realized. It's a blessing because it frees me. And I, my responsibility is greater because my response, there's very little I can do for them physically, but spiritually there's so much I can do for them. So again, Krishna is in this in this text is is telling us of his of his different incarnations the different forms that Krishna takes um, and sometimes it's hard for us to really understand why Krishna acts in so many different ways why he comes in different incarnations and Srila Prabhupada explains that these are, excuse me, these are lessons for us to take and to mold our lives after. There is a, um, there is a president that once had, uh, that was actually assassinated in this very town. I can remember it as a child seeing it repeatedly on the television, President uh, John F. Kennedy. And he had a very, very, very interesting and, fav- and, and famous quote. And he said in his quote, Ask not what your country can do for you, but ask what you can do for your country. And so when I thought about that afterwards and being involved in Krishna consciousness, I I kind of turned it around and took that saying and and applied it to devotional service. So it's ask not what Krishna can do for you, ask what you can do for Krishna. We should want to be seen by Krishna. When Krishna is here before us, we should be doing all kinds of things to get his attention. You know? You know? Everything. Not in the back, some corner, out the door. Every Krishna's here. This is the opportunity to shine. In Krishna consciousness, every day is a holiday. And every meal is a banquet. It's a fact. Every day is a holiday. Who, you know, I was... Again, with this Madhiji who was lamenting, who gets up at four o'clock in the morning? Okay, puts something on his head, dresses, and comes down and gets and dances, sings and dances every day, every day. Whether you come to the temple or whether you you do this practice at home, it's a veil every day. So how is it possible that these miserable people who are not taking up the service of the Lord are happier? It's an illusion. They're very good actors. They're very good actors. And when you see them performing, okay, they have to be at their best. It's when you don't see them. In their miserable state. That's when it really sets in. When they're by themselves, when they're contemplating, when they're home, when all this illusion, when all these activities, all these engagements are removed from them. And they realize they, 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 they have to do, they have to turn the television on and they have to drink and they have to smoke and they have to find so many means to fill the emptiness in their life. Because it is an empty life without without Krishna consciousness, without God consciousness. It's an empty life. It's illusion. Yes, there's some pleasure there. And there's reaction to that pleasure. But Krishna consciousness is joyfully performed. Joyfully performed. And we have an opportunity every day to start over and to increase in our devotional service. So, you know, it's, it's, it's really, you know, important for us to really realize what we have and to take every opportunity, even though it seems a little repetitive, you know, how can we keep up our enthusiasm when everything is just repetitive? We're just doing the same thing over and over again. Well, do you think the nine devotees are not doing these things repetitively every day? And they're killing themselves. They're killing themselves. They're poisoning themselves. And they're running after so many things. This iPhone, iPhone 1, iPhone 1 Plus, iPhone 10, all these things are just bombarded. And they're really trying to to get some... It's it's sad. They're they're not... They're not happier. They're not more satisfied. They're just very good actors. Have you ever watched... And I hope you are not watching a television program when you see the, the programs are really, the, the actors are so, they're, they're so convincing. They're so believable that even when they're, when they're out of script, when they're out of character and they see people, people want them to remain in that, in that role because they, they did such a great job, you know? They get awards for it. For playing something that they're not. For being something that they're not. They're praised for this. Their status increases. Their financial situation increases. Because they've made you believe a lie. Because they put you in illusion. And people are comforted by this. But it's not who they are. So getting back to this Madhiji, this is what she's seeing. She's seeing people in a performance, in a daily performance, a ritual. Go to work, get up, go to work, have breakfast, do your job, do this, come home, watch TV, have a drink, have a smoke, do this, have sex life. That's their routine. And we've tried it. And it wasn't very pleasing. Because if, if, if that was the situation, we would still be doing what they're doing. But somehow or other, we're very fortunate. We're very fortunate. And we have to really, really understand and realize that. Realize that. Krishna consciousness is the greatest blessing. And our association with devotees is a great blessing. And if you don't get the blessings from the devotees, you will not get the blessings from Krishna. It states this in Prabhupada's books. I don't know a lot of verses, and I can't pull out the verse that actually um, defines that. We all understand So I don't know how long class is supposed to go, but it's 824. How long does class usually go? 830? Okay, so maybe we might end a little early today because I have an appointment. (laughs) And I, um, again, it's... It's... um, It's a very, very fortunate situation to be able, in this age, in this time, in in Kali Yuga, to be sitting, taking darshan of the devotees, I mean of the deities, and to have the association of devotees, and to have guru, and to have Prabhupada. As I mentioned the other day, when we had Prabhupada's disappearance, Srila Prabhupada is still available. He's still available. He's still here. He's here. We're experiencing him right now because we're speaking, and are speaking from his books. We're having that association on a daily basis. And if again, for this, if you're not experiencing, if you're not experiencing Krishna consciousness, and if you're having these doubts like this, Madhiji. Another one of the alternatives is to go someplace by yourself, sit down without any distraction, and dive into Srila Prabhupada's books. They're everywhere. I mean, we every home has a library of Srila Prabhupada's books. And if you really, really become enthusiastic, you can go out and distribute Prabhupada's books. So, we're going to end a few minutes short. We'll take some comments, some corrections, and some simple questions. And then we'll go about our glorious day of serving the Vaishnavas. So, are there any questions or comments? Ty so in you know again in, in our in our in our in our d- daily activity we need to make an effort to refocus on what we're doing what are we doing and why are we doing it what is the goal of our individual activity really just you know there's there's, there's a um there's a there's a saying that goes around in the, in the uh, psychology world today is of, of, about being in the moment, really just being there, just really being there, really taking advantage of every second, savoring every second, and that application should, uh, I, you know, highly recommended be implemented in our chanting. It's glorious to be able to sit down and have that relationship with Krishna. I was, I started to tell you the story about that boy in Miami who I met who was a bhakta. I'm sorry, I kind of went off a little bit, but I had noticed one thing about him when I first met him, that with all the gifts that Krishna has given him, he became a brahmachari, he was distributing books and everything. But when he chanted, he was chanting with one hand with his beads, and with the other hand with his cell phone. And a lot of times, I was watching his his chanting with his hand would be replaced and and his attention diverted from his chanting, from that direct association with Krishna to his cell phone. And it was when I first saw that, again, for me, a caution flag went up. And I knew this devotee is in trouble. Because he's chanting Hare Krishna, but he's not really chanting Hare Krishna. It's just like if I'm giving class right now to you, and I turn on my phone... And I start doing this. What do you think is this? The oh, oh, excuse me. Let, I'll get right back to you. Let me see who's kind. Con- no, no. The phone. Put the phone away. And so I saw this devotee was having difficulties, and I saw it again, and I saw it again, and I saw it again, and finally, he he left. He left. And I i wasn't able to speak to him at that particular time because if I would have said something to him, I don't think he would have heard me. And in, and, 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 and I, I was really sensing that if I would have said something, he would have taken it the wrong way. So I had to be very, very patient with it. But after, just before he was having some difficulties, I had a chance to talk to him. And I said, Prabhuji, one of the things that I've noticed is that when you're chanting, is that you're putting more, it seems like you're putting more emphasis in your phone. You need to really try to just take a, take a, take a day and put the phone someplace else and chant. Don't even bring the phone with you. We become so attached to these things. They become part of our daily life. They're helpful. I mean, I have to go to make some errands today to get the car fixed, and I have to stop at uh, Patel Brothers to watch a couple of devotees distribute, because I also do a book table, and I want to take some of the information that they're doing. So I'm going to use this thing to get me there. But that's different. That activity that I'm using it for is to get me from point A to point B, so it's necessary. It's not necessary when you're chanting Hare Krishna. And I see that a lot in my traveling. And I want to say something to some of the devotees. So please forgive. Well, I, when, you're, when you're chanting your rounds, and I say that's the start of our day, that's the start. This is one of the most, the most important activities that we do in our devotional service. Chanting is devotional service. Chanting is devotional service. And this is how the founding Acharya, Srila Prabhupada, started Krishna consciousness, by chanting. So, Put, don't put so much emphasis on these. Ph- put the phone away, and chant. Just put it. away. Don't even bring it down. What are you going to miss? If someone loves you and they're trying to contact you, I mean, an emergency is one thing. If you have to, you know, if you're a doctor and a lawyer and you're on call or something like that, and you really need to have your phone with you, you know, or even it can be, uh, it's understandable. Which maybe some parents who you know, children are with the babysitter, and you want to make sure that you know that that's okay. But constantly going on and looking what's you know what's on Amazon and, and what's on what's on uh, all these other applications that they have, on, and those things can wait. They, they they really can wait. You know, take that hour and forty five minutes, two hours to really throw yourself to really throw yourself into your into your jobber. So then you won't be attracted. And think that there are other people who are enjoying life more than you. Okay, so we'll, we'll stop here. Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Shri Prabhupada ki. Go, Premanandi. Thank you very much. Oh, glory to Prabhupada.